So what does a cardiologist think of biohacking? I think like every day I hear some new person talking about blue light blocking glasses or red light therapy or saunas or, you know, cold plunges and eating this medication or that superfood or what have you. And it is a little bit frustrating because my patients come up to me sometimes and they're like, Dr. Allo, what do you think of this? And it's like sometimes they have fancy names like Hello, Hula Hala or whatever. And it's like, well, you know, what do you think of it? And what are you talking about to begin with? I don't even know what they're talking about um, half the time. So one of my um, philosophies and theories and the way I live is like if there's not enough evidence to support it, then it's probably not something that you should be doing, or it's not something that we should be recommending, um, to our patients. So like, for example, let's just pick something that everybody's familiar with. Let's say, I don't know, um, some supplement, no magnesium. Let's say magnesium. Magnesium does have health benefits. It is a essential nutrient, a micronutrient that people need. It is good for your heart. Your heart has to have enough magnesium to function. Same thing with potassium, same thing with like all of these things. But you know, people make it sound like magnesium is like this new super supplement that is going to save your life or prolong your life or help your heart or whatever. And it can in certain situations. But is there enough evidence or data showing that you know, everyone should be on magnesium no matter what, or everyone needs to be on, you know, saunas or what have you. Um, you know, these th that kind of stuff just doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, we have some data on some things. My philosophy has always been that if you have enough data and it has been reproduced. Now, it's not enough to have like one study. A lot of people are like, well, there was this one study. Okay, this one study isn't going to cut it. Well, what about these 10 studies? 10 studies also probably not going to cut it. You need to be able to reproduce this time and time again, over and over and over again, showing that the same results keep occurring. Um, so if I take magnesium or I give a million people magnesium and a million people no magnesium and we follow them over time and we're testing for certain things and multiple other laboratories do the same test, the same methods, follow the same, you know, you know, methodology that we use and come up with similar results. It's reproducible. It's unequivocal at that point. You know, it becomes something that is like, it's no longer a question. It actually does work. So kind of like this chondroitin, you know, this this stuff for the joint pain, chondroitin, sulfate or whatever it is. You know, for the longest time, people are like, oh, we got to You got to take this stuff. There was this one study. There's these 10 studies and what have you, all this stuff. And it's like, you know what? I talked to my orthopedic surgeon friends and they're like, eh, studies aren't that convincing. Same thing with cholesterol. People are like, well, you need to take niacin. The problem with taking niacin is that it actually has been shown in trials to have harm. It's actually harmful. Not only is it not beneficial, it actually can cause harm. It is toxic to humans. It gives liver toxicity, horrible diabetes. You get acanthosis nigricans from it which is this darkening of your skin and your neck and armpits. Um, it has horrible outcomes. Not only that, but all of the major outcome studies on niacin showed that it failed. Not only that, it took your HDL, which is your supposedly good cholesterol, and made it more atherogenic. It changes the protein structure of your HDL cholesterol, and it makes it more atherogenic. So that's not something that we want uh, to do. So 
these biohackers and you see them all the time they're all over social media some of them are like you know i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and i do a cold plunge every morning and they have their morning routines or they're selling you you know a book or a supplement or a sauna or a red light therapy system where you wake up or you go to sleep and there's red lights on your legs all day or you know all this stuff is just nonsense and the problem is sometimes you get these huge influencers that latch onto it like I did a video on one on my social media about uh Tony Robbins you know the big motivational speaker guy he wrote this book called Life Force right and in his book Life Force he talks about a lot of these fringe things. Um, one interview I heard with him, he said, you know, sauna reduces cardiovascular disease by 51%. I'm like, okay, I mean, let's look at the study. First of all, it's very difficult to find these studies that he's talking about, but I did find a study that could possibly be the one that he's trying to quote that showed that when you went back and asked people, you know, what did you used to do in your life? A lot of, some people would say, well, I, I did sauna twice a week. Other people say I never did it. Some people say I did it once a year. You look at the highest quintile, the, the, the fifth, you know, the top 20% of people, that's what quintile means in statistics. The top 20% of people that do the most amount of sauna versus the bottom 20% of people that don't do any sauna. And you can compare those quintiles or quartiles even, or thirds, you know, the top third versus the bottom third. But quintiles kind of puts a little more separation between the highest group of doing the thing and the group that does not do the thing at all. So it turns out that we, you know, looking at those two quintiles, I mean, the difference was not that that huge of a difference. Um, but to make it into this thing where you go around telling people 51% of reduction in heart disease from just doing sauna twice a week, I mean... Really, I mean, that would be like the cure-all of everything. We would just throw everybody in a sauna from the day they're born till you know, they're 50, 60 years old. Um, so things like that are not that helpful. You know, a lot of these types of studies that are designed that are a little bit more observational or based on, like, frequency questionnaires, there are ways to validate frequency questionnaires, especially when it comes to food. Um, but frequency questionnaires, when it comes to like, how many times a week did you use to bike when you were a little kid? Or how many miles a day did you walk to school you know between when you were five years old to when you were 10 years old like some of those frequency questionnaires um, are not that helpful but there are some that are validated and quite accurate. So you just got to be careful. You got to know the data. You got to know the science. You got to be one of these people that like envelops themselves and dives into the science and data deeply. Do I think a sauna and massage and acupuncture can play a role? Sure. I don't think they're going to cure heart disease, but they make you feel better. They maybe relax you. And if that's the case, then maybe that reduction in stress, uh, which reduces stress hormones, which, you know, does whatever, maybe in some roundabout way does lower the incidence of heart disease. Um, but, you know, is it something, is the data that robust that we're going to be recommending to everyone to go do that? No, but we're going to say to people, listen, the less stress you have, the less you know, stress hormones circulating in your bloodstream, the better you do cardiac wise. Absolutely. Like, you know, there's no question about that. The data on that side is overwhelming. People who sleep better have less stress. You know, they're not type A personalities. They're very calm, relaxed. You know, they're good at going with the flow, you know, doing things like that. 
they do have you know better cardiovascular outcomes, assuming their ApoB and their lipid panel is not malignant and is not something wild or crazy. So those would be my thoughts uh, on that. And again, people, I don't run any ads on this. Um, if you guys could please um, share this, like it, leave some reviews on whatever platform you're listening to, I truly, truly appreciate it. I just want to get the message out there on how to live healthier, happier, and longer without the gimmicks, without the crazy. Um, um, influencer madness that's out there. I hope you enjoyed it. Drop a comment below if you have any questions.